Today on Gamerhead Radio, listen as we... Tutor peeps. <laughs> Gamerhead Radio starts now. And welcome to Gamerhead Radio, episode 178. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flint. We're being for villains! Come on! I am Charlie Thectatronicorn Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Um, I, I'm <laughs> obviously not good with Q's goat. It's, it's a battle to the death. It's like that scene in, uh, in Dark Knight where uh, Joker throws those two guys a couple of sharp, st- sharp sticks and says, fight it out for the, the spot. That's what it is. <laughs> I wish he had thrown him a couple of sharks. That would have been a much more interesting scene then. So scared of sharks. Like, <laughs> petrified of fucking sharks. But having said that, let's move on. Um, gentlemen, uh, how was your week? Uh, Quite. Poke- p- poke-tastic. <laughs> are you still, are you still uh, ankle deep, ne- neck deep, wrist deep? How what what part of your anatomy is deep in the poopy of Pokemon? Um, I don't know what uh, what what is the equivalent of level seventeen? Oh my God, you are beyond beard deep. <laughs> I would say no, no. I would say if, the, the level cap has been discovered to be forty, so I would say you're just you're right around waist deep, just a little less. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I suppose we should probably do a, a quick check in. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, where what level are you guys at, and um, and how many have you how many have you caught? Well, let me go ahead and, and pull my app up so that I can tell you, because I don't remember off the top of my head. I think I'm level 17. It's either 16 or 17. I don't remember. Oh let me. God. Uh, I'm, like, I'm like four-fifths of the way to 18, so I'm in 17. I am halfway through 16 on my way to 17. I and have what? currently pa- caught 62 and seen 62, and uh, in holding at the moment, um, I have... Um, it won't tell me because my GPS is not on, and the red bar that says your GPS isn't on is right where I need to see <laughs> shit. I have uh, currently 62 in holding. Okay. I've caught 56, seen 58, mm-hmm. and, and I, I just evolved a bunch of stuff in, and, and traded a bunch of stuff in, so I only have 122 like in hand right now. Yeah. Goat, you. Uh, I'm, I'm like midway through, eh, three-quarters away through 13. I have seen and caught 40, uh, and on the books right now, I have 40. I'm kind of shocked that, that we are ahead of you in this, as far, as, as far ahead of you as we are. I mean, you're, you're I, I, at least between, as, at least as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you're, you're a significantly larger Pokemon fan than I am, John. I'm mm-hmm. not, I, I don't get the sense, John, that you've been a huge Pokemon fan in the past. No, like I said last episode, no, no hate for Pokemon. I've always been cool with Pokemon. I just, I kind of missed the boat on it when it was initially a really popular thing. So, yeah. no, no distaste. Yeah. I think but, just um, strategy. Yeah. So, but I'm uh, more filling out my Pokédex and like not catching everything with. It pops up. I'm like, oh, I don't have you. I don't need you. Oh, I don't need that. Ah, uh, that's okay. So, so yeah. he, he, here's here's a, a common tip that I that I heard and uh, and also can verify. Catch everything. Just absolutely oh, catch everything that, that you come across. That's what I do. Because, because yeah, here, right. and here's the reason. Especially, especially um, 
uh, pidgeys and weedles and and caterpies, but you see at least I see a lot less of them. I see I see pidgeys and 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 rattatas all day long. Yeah, um, yeah. and um, and um, oh, I'm I'm deep in weedle country. Yeah. So and but the reason why I specifically want to catch as many of those as you possibly can is because they only cost twelve candy to upgrade. You know, a lot of the other ones cost like twenty five or, or more. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And so what you do is you just cat you just catch them, catch them, catch them. And now twice now I've gotten up to the point where I've had a hundred plus pidgeys mm. in my in my in my in my inventory. And then I use a candy and I upgrade like a dozen of them, get a thousand points or, or evolve, I should say, uh, uh, mm. evolve like a dozen of them for like 12 candy each and because you, you have that many when you've caught that many and then like I'll, you'll jump like two, three levels at a time. Honestly, easy. the other thing too is use a lucky egg because you'll, you'll, yeah, it yeah. literally doubles XP. Oh, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's, that, I, I, if I didn't say that, I meant to say that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait until you have a lucky egg in hand and then you've, you've got 30 minutes to evolve everything that you possibly can and then go and hit everything that, you know, just, just do everything that you can because it lasts for 30 minutes. It was discovered this week that not only is the level cap 40, but just like Ingress, this game has a massively steep climb as you once you hit level 20 like it's yeah. a crawl um, yeah. and they said that in order to get from thir- from level 39 to 40 if you if you get at least a thousand XP a day which is not terribly much uh, in in Pokemon go but they said if you get a thousand just a thousand XP a day it'll take you three months to get from 39 to 40 Wow yeah what's well, up bad though no, that's obscene and ridiculous, and I guarantee you I won't be playing at that point. But, um, yeah, it's it's huge, huge. Yep. So is that is that is that all any of us did with our week? <laughs> no, I played something else. Oh well, we'll get to what else you played. But uh, that was our little update. So we didn't actually talk yeah. about what we did this week. So Charlie, Charlie, how was your week? Otherwise, tell us about it. Well, yeah. So aside from that, um, uh, it's um. Uh, the the only the only thing of note that I have to mention is that uh, um, shock I'm going to talk about a PonyCon uh, Ponyville Cider Fest uh, <laughs> announced that Peter New is going to be rejoining us for year three in a row. Um, one of my favorite uh, one uh, I have many favorites off off of the show and he is he is definitely one of them. Um, and uh, so he'll be coming back to Cider Fest for year three. And um, it's uh, it, it, super super thrilled to have him. He's a, he's an awesome person. Great fun to have at panels. And um, and just to hang out with, honestly. Um, so yeah, uh, Peter New coming back at Cider Fest year three. And uh, yeah, um, I'm also excited that um, we will be announcing a guest of honor. Um, this is sort of an exclusive here for Gamerhead Radio listeners. Um, that we have we haven't said this. The con has not said this publicly yet. We will be announcing um, a, a guest of honor once a week for the next, I think, nine weeks. Oh wow! Um, Jesus. You know, we've, you know, we, 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 we've got we've got a pretty good roster um, lined up with with some people that um, you know have been to cons before, but a lot of pe- a lot of people that have not been to Ciderfest before, and um, and uh, have recently been kind of coming up in like the con scene as far as guests as just being awesome, just 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 super energetic, fun people to have. You know, um, so uh, I'm I'm really excited. Um, awesome. It's uh, I know I, obviously I'm biased, but. Uh, um, <laughs> It's uh, you know every year we try and we try and up the bar and we're we're doing some things on the production side of things. We're getting some props made for a main stage, which I'm excited about because like this is the first time. This is probably going to be the only time the Satterfest will be on a Halloween weekend. So we are exploiting the crap out of that. Like you know like it. Um, uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you may have seen or or Twitter, uh, you may have seen the costume <laughs> that I'm probably going to be wearing for at least a part of it. Dear God, help me. Um, Man, and it, it, you did this to yourself, Charlie. I, I did. I absolutely. Did. And that's okay. Um, 
If you know what I'm talking about, uh, it is inflatable. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. Um, but uh, um, as far as as far as non pony related things, I'm presuming, uh, John. How about you? Um, I had a uh, a decent week. This is the first week that we've had in a little while where we did not have anything previous villains booked, which means that not only did I get a break, but Goat also got a break from all of that madness this week too. Um, so it was it was a good week. I spent. My parents came to town. They they uh, have not been here since February. They came to visit and spent the whole week at my house. And so I spent the entire week just hanging out with my parents, um, hanging out with my my brother and my sister and my uh, nieces and uh, nephew. And uh, my parents spent a lot of time with my son, so that was a big highlight for my week. I also um, anybody who knows me, um, and for those of you who don't know uh, at home, my I come from a big movie family. Like we go to a lot, used to go to a lot of movies and watch a lot of movies. Big, big, you know, cinephiles and. Uh, I, I don't get to go a lot lately just because it, it's having a, an almost two-year-old is not conducive to going to the movies, and, um, <clears throat> you know, our, our life schedule doesn't allow for it. So I got to go to the movies twice this week, which is fantastic. I saw Ghostbusters, and I saw um, um, Star Trek Beyond. Um, well, so most I, of it, from what I understand. Well, three-quarters of it, yeah. <laughs> there was the electrical storm knocked out the power at the... I saw it at the Niles 12 uh, AMC, which is at the Golf Mill Mall, and the electricity knocked the power out in the entire mall. So they gave us all passes in about the last 15 minutes of the movie. Um, it was like right after a moment that broke my heart because the writing and execution of this MacGuffin from the script was so fucking bad that it actually almost ruined the entire movie for me. Which I did not hate up to that point. I was enjoying it, but that really, oof! I'm not, I can't. If anybody saw it and you want to like message me and talk about it, and if you know what I'm talking about near the end, I'd be curious to see if I'm the only one that was bothered by it because it was so hackneyed and stupid. Um, I will hopefully be seeing it soon, so I look forward to discussing this. Yeah, with you. you'll probably know what I mean. Anyways, though, um, yeah. So that that was what I did with my week, Charlie. What about you? Uh, well, I went already, so it's Ghost's turn. <laughs> oh yeah, you did go. That's right. You guys just don't care if I'm here or not. <laughs> I do. John apparently doesn't. I'm half asleep, man. It's been a long couple days. Um, let's see. What did I do this week? As John said, uh, the villains have been have hung up that hat for the week. Thank Christ. Um, although there is other work to do before that. Uh, so I did the most uh, sane thing I could possibly do, and we went back into the studio and started writing the second Phoenix album. Well, that is just... Um that's a very, like, my brother thing to do is to start working <laughs> on an album before the, the one you're working on is finished. Yeah, ma- yes. <laughs> where is the first one? Or in, in uh, it's on Nick's desk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's waiting. I've, I've heard, I've heard it, it'll be touched soon. <laughs> but while we're waiting, I mean, it's done. It's done on our end, so we just wait for mix and mastering. So we were like, fuck it, let's start writing the other one because it's another six to eight months process at minimum to do that, so we started hammering out on the board again, and we've got probably five ideas, one, I'd say 75% song done, <laughs> so and very, very, uh, very early on in this process. Do, do I recall you saying that you are, that you guys will not, you don't have it on your timetable to play shows, you're going to be like a, basically a, um, you know, a you're just going to put out music and that's going to be it? Or is, is, am I, am I re- remembering that correctly? Or? Well, we're going to do this weird. We're going to do the tool thing. Um, 
I'm not going to play on the circuit every freaking weekend because then there's no reason for you to come out and see us because there's always next weekend. Um, we're talking playing once a quarter at probably the most. So then you have to come out and see us because it'll be another three months feasibly till you see us again. Like hmm. you know, we're okay. doing that whole supply and demand thing. <laughs> And then we're just gonna pump out a whole bunch of internet albums, and and yeah, we're going we're going weird on this. Like I don't know, twenty years experience in the business, I see what doesn't work and what does work, and what isn't cost effective. And <laughs> so according playing to playing shows every week, playing shows does not work, <laughs> and yeah. he's not well, wrong. Playing, <laughs> playing shows every weekend does not does not do you any good besides waste gas money and put miles on your vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. he's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. So, and that way we can focus and put give you a much better show, full props, full lighting. You know, yeah. you'll come, you'll 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 enjoy your fifteen dollars show because it'll be, you know, it won't be some slap happy thing every week. Fair awesome. enough. Touring tips. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to Touring Tips Radio. Um, so yeah, that that uh, seems to wrap it up for us for this week. But um, Charlie. Yes. There has surely there have to be some video games coming out for the masses to consume. Well, as it happens, John, there are on Ooh, Monday, Pokemon. July. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon oh. Go two comes out. Yeah. Oh God, I should be a fucking fortune teller. <laughs> uh, yeah, go figure. Um, so on Monday, July twenty fifth, Phantom Brave is coming out for the PC as well as Quadrilateral Cowboy, which uh, I'm interested. Uh, is also coming out. For that the PC. sounds like some sort of bizarro porn film. I'm Googling that one. Um, that sounds like Suda51 found a new word. Quadrilateral Cowboy is an upcoming puzzle video game by independent developer Blendo Games. The game is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, puzzler. So, math. All right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Tuesday, July 26th, <laughs> Fairy Fencer F... Advent Dark Force is coming out on the PS4. Ali Ali Epic Convo Edition on the PS4. Hyper Light Drifter on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Headlander on the PS4 and the PC. Chambara on the PS4. We Happy oh. Few is getting its uh, PC Early Access release, uh, which I found a little bit more about that game, and it is not what I thought it was, and I'm not quite sure how to process that. But uh, I'll come back to that in a, in a second. To Please see do. I'm, I'm, you've piqued my interest. Um... Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 uh, is getting uh, ports over to the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. Um, AW Phoenix Fiesta is coming out on the, v on the Vita. Uh, Among the Sleep on the PS4. Blue Rider on the PS4. Dungeon Punks on the PS4. Laser Disco Defenders on the Vita. Mutant Muds Super Challenge on the PS4 and the Vita as a cross-buy. Riptide GP Renegade on the PS4 and the PC. And Shirin the Wanderer, the Tower of Fortune, and the Dice of Fate is coming out on the Vita. Honestly, with, a, with a title like that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then, uh, uh, looking into the future, coming out soon, Tuesday, August 2nd, Batman, a Telltale Game series, Episode 1, is getting Really? That's already coming? What? Uh, August 2nd, P uh, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox yes. One, PC, iOS, and Android, so everything. They um, moved it up. It hmm. was... Twenty third, I thought. Well, I'm going off of Kotaku's release list. Uh, they must have moved it up. It's well, or Kotaku, they they they've led me astray before. Uh, let me see if I yeah. can do some uh, verifying on that. Uh, I swear I that was a September, at, but I'd be wrong. If I'm looking at the they, Wikipedia page, they are currently claiming that uh, they they are they are verifying that August second is the release. Oh, date. excellent! Oh, it's been moved then. Very good. 
My brother, right. I don't think he's aware. Otherwise, he would be already preparing some sort of like shut-in bunker. John, um, don't tell him until he's done with the Phoenix record. <laughs> we see what we, we see what happened with Metal Gear. Hey, I, I don't. It's just well, a Telltale game. He'll knock that it's out. Just, it's just episode one, you know. He'll 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 hunker down like he's not going to leave the house for three months, mm-hmm. and then he'll be really fucking disappointed when it's over in an hour. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he will he will get through that that ep, the the first episode in, in a night. And then he'll play it nine more times to make sure he finds he'll, all the he'll secrets. He'll play it forty five times. <laughs> uh, in addition, August second, we're getting Abzu on the PS4 uh, and PC, and Live Lock also on the PS4 and the PC. Wow. So um, so, so Batman. Um, yes. <laughs> that, anybody else? Does anybody else um, like this week? It sounds like they just shook a boggle. Uh, <laughs> and picked words out of it and named their games. Maybe. Um, I'm excited about Batman. Um, I'm definitely interested in We Happy Few. Hold hold that thought, because I know Charlie's got thoughts there. And uh, I, I actually am kind of excited for Ali Ali. Um, I liked it on my DS. Really? It's fun. Yeah, it's actually... No, 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 I'm saying we're all glazing over. I'm excited that Headlander's coming out. I don't know what the fuck Headlander is. Oh, you do. We've talked about Headlander. Have we? Yeah. Live Googling. <laughs> Live Googling. Oh, it's an adult swim game. Yes, we've talked about this about uh, six to eight months ago, maybe a little over a year ago. They were talking about it, and we were all like, yes, because we did this Oh, before. I remember this trailer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> never mind. I remember it now. This does look pretty dope. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. it's finally coming out. Yeah, it's pretty... I'm okay with this. <laughs> uh. Oh, Charlie's, Charlie's doing a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't have my other thing set up for sound, but oh, uh, yeah, this yeah, is this is this is the game that we talked about a little while ago, um, where you're, you're like an astronaut and your head can detach and like fly around. Bizarre. And, um, Just he's bizarre. A yeah, you land on different things and have to do different things with yeah. different bodies with your head. Yep. Yep. So um, yes, I am. I am also now going to be looking into this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So the thing that I found out about We Happy Few is that um, I did not realize it was going to be like a procedurally generated level kind of a game. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I found that out. So that sort of changes the entire dynamic for me. It kind of tells me that there's not really going to be so much of a story. It's just like you've got these... It's just like... It's kind of like... like, Because when I think procedurally generated, I think like Spelunky, you know? And it's like there's not so much of a story there. It's just like you get through levels. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not not really sure how... Unless unless the procedural generation takes place between like hubs or something like that. Mm, you know maybe. I, mean? like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I kind of want Charlie, because that, that helps your replay value through the roof, but it doesn't really give you much to go on other than replaying l- yeah, It's hard to have levels. a narrative when your levels are not are randomly yeah. generated. You know? Well, let's, uh, let's see. Maybe they'll be the ones that crack the code. Yeah. You guys hey, do maybe. realize that we're, we're only like two weeks away from No Man's Sky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, because I have no interest in that game. Really? You have no interest in that game? No, I don't. Unbelievable to me. That just blows my mind. Well, there's no story. <laughs> I, I, it's, I mean, I, on a technological level, I would think that you would at least have a, a passing interest I, in it. I am impressed by the game, but I'm not mm. interested in playing it. Interesting. It's, wow. It, you know what it really is? It comes down to not that... Not even on a um, borrower? In, uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll try anything, absolutely, but, okay. um, you know, it's... <laughs> you know, <buy> it's <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't. I'm gonna say the same thing I've said about it the last couple times we talked about it. I just don't know. They have not told us enough about what the game actually is. Mm. Like they, they've talked about their technical prowess and. Um, well, they're starting um, to put out a bunch of trailers that showcase the sort of four tenets of what the game is made up of. You can actually find them on YouTube or go to their YouTube channel and, and they kind of break down the exploration part of it and kind of how it works. 
the combat part of it and how it works. Um, there's just like a bunch of well, different. Okay, so they're talking about they're, they're, so they're talking about elements of gameplay, but I still don't mm. know. I still don't quite understand the point of the why. The point is to get to the center of the universe yeah. and find yeah, out yeah. what's there. There's supposed yeah. to be a big mystery. Yeah. There. I'm kind of with Charlie on this though because it sounds like Destiny all over again. Right? They were all like, "It's gonna be a great thing. You can do this and this and this," but they never gave you a reason to do any of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, kind of I don't know. It, it piques the hell out of me. You know, I it's I'm, my 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 fancy is tickled. So are you are you gonna be getting a PS4 to pick this up or? No, it's coming out on PC. So I will be playing it on my PC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, look you, at you. Is your your yeah, and your PC is up to snuff? It's 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 like a procedurally generated voxel game. It's not like graphically. It's not like a powerhouse okay. game. That's true. That's true. Okay. It's not gonna melt so. your little box of uh, nah, PC. My my PC is pretty fast. I just need a I just need a better GPU. It's just my graphics card is, you know, the on I'm using the onboard card for this this rig. Everything else is, uh, I would say, uh, up to snuff, if not a little faster, on on certain fronts than standard. So, well, anyway, so those are our releases. Uh, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> so, so John, what have you played this last week aside from Pokemon? What have I played? Um, I didn't get a lot of gaming in this week because, as I said, my family was here. Um, I was really winding up to play the final uh, season three, maybe just final period, um, Killer Instinct season three character. Um, Idol, who is not only the last character for season three, but everyone was crossing their fingers that he would be in the lineup because he is the only character from the original Killer Instinct games that was not represented up until this last week. And what happened was the guy who created Killer Instinct hates that character. He was the original boss in Killer Instinct 1. <laughs> He's just like, I hate this character. He was a shitty, lame, like last-minute decision as a boss in the first game. I never want to put him in the game. But like the fans were like, Every other character you guys have ever made it been has been re-represented in this newer version of the game. If you don't put him in, it's kind of a jip, you know. So they found a way to make him pretty badass, actually. Um, well, that's and, cool. They fan serviced him. Yeah, they did. Only I didn't get to play him because the same storm that knocked out the electricity at the movie theater when I was watching Star Trek also fried the power supply for my Xbox One. You don't have a surge protector? Uh, I oh, thought I did. No. Yeah, I wow. think I, I think I moved a couple of things around and forgot to plug it back into the proper port. Wow. It's okay. Um, yeah, I already have a guitar tech. I ordered and replaced it and had it replaced. It was here today, so I mean, it was like a thirty-five dollar fix for mm -hmm. you know, well, power supply. So no, it wasn't terrible. Um, it was the the brick. It just fried the brick, you know. So um. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything else, the system was fine. Um, so I, I didn't get to play that, even though I wanted to very much so. Um, Overwatch has a new character, uh, playable character, which I did not get to play as well for the same fucking reason. Um, so I'll be talking I about... I sense a theme here. Oh, yeah, it's the fucking theme. I wanted to beat people up, but my power wouldn't let me. <laughs> Just wouldn't let me. No, I did some gaming on my PC this week. I um, As a response to Evo last week, which I didn't really talk about because um, it was going on live during the show... Um, I've been playing a bunch of fighting games this week. I started learning, properly learning, how to play Guilty Gear X-Hard um, because I, I would like to be better at that game, and it's a good game. It's just unconventional. It doesn't use a lot of the same stuff you could peg in other fighting games, so it's going to take me a while to get good at that one. Um, I've also been playing Skullgirls, um, Blaze Blue, uh, just a bunch of fighting games. Um, I also played a little bit of The Secret World... And I've been playing that survival game I mentioned last week, uh, you know, The Long Dark. 
still playing that. I, I don't know why, because you basically just survive as long as you can until you either run out of food or freeze to death. <laughs> it's really bleak. There's no happy ending there. But the infinite combination of possible scenarios is really fascinating, and uh, the atmosphere of the game is fantastic. So, um, so I'm uh, sorry, is, is this a game that can be beaten, or is you just survive as long as you can? Um, it, it, you survive as long as you can for now, and there are various difficulty levels, terrain settings, variables that can be set, and then they're actually working on like a full-blown story mode for it, um, which is not out yet because it's an early access. Um, but I have no doubt that when it's done, it's going to be fantastic because these guys really, really seem to care about this game quite a bit. Um, so that's that's what I've been that's what I've been playing. That's all Are I have your, time to is play. Is your spree? It seems of um, I know I know you touch fighting games, you know, on a relatively, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a relatively basis. consistent basis. But you're um, you, you seem to be playing a lot more than usual the last couple of weeks. Is that because mm-hmm. of Evo? Did that kind of spark some? Um, I mean, a little bit. I, particularly, I've been wanting to get better at Guilty Gear, but watching watching the top eight players compete in Guilty Gear was a hell of a thing. Like it was a really good match to watch. Um, there were some some of the things that happened at Evo were really anticlimactic. Like the final fight in Street Fighter, the one that was aired on ESPN two, which was beautifully put together. I mean, like they they poured a lot of money into it. And it was really well done. The final battle was really anticlimactic, and the person that won, I did not want to win. So, um, that part was okay, but yeah, a little bit. It was a little bit spurned on by um, Evo. It happens every year when I watch Evo. I just start playing a bunch of fighting games, but I always usually play like old standbys. This year, I opted to play things that I've been meaning to learn to play or get better at, and just always end up going to the standbys because it's less work. So, but you know, want to get better at these. At some juncture, I will compete at Evo, but I'm just not going to waste my time or money going until I'm good enough to actually justify the cost of a fucking plane ticket and a hotel room for the weekend. Right, right. So, yeah, but uh, I think that was everything I had time to play this week. There was just nothing else going on. What about you, Charlie? Uh, I'm still chipping away at Black Flag, Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, nothing else really to report there. Um, just uh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save a, a de- more detailed, any more real detailed like conversation about my uh, my thoughts of the matter until um, mm-hmm. you know, until I've actually finished the game. Have you have you become strong enough to go attack like the like super big bad motherfucker the le- like ships? the legendary yeah. ships? I I I've, I've attempted a couple of them. No, not even close. Um, <laughs> we got a we got a we got a question <laughs> from Mr. Matt Elfring. <laughs> Former former CEO of Activision, uh, you know, legendary creator of Smile Party. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, he's he's asking you, uh, John. Does Jonathan play games for fun anymore? Shit, his gaming life sounds like hell. I I do actually, Matt. I don't I don't the the difficulty of it is is having a a two year old at home. I don't necessarily get to play when I want to play. So I'm very much a like I play just spur of the mood, like whatever whatever it is that I feel like playing, I'll, I'll pop in and play that. But I have a short attention span for games because I have so much shit that I want to play or so much stuff that's on my pile of shame that I'll play a game for 45 minutes, stop, play a game for 15 minutes, stop, play that, something else for 20 minutes sometimes. Um, so yeah, no, 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 It's I still have a good time playing and I still play for fun, but fuck, man, if it's not a challenge sometimes to find the time to do it. That's the, that's the real beef. Good to hear from you, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, Matt, the answer to, his, to your question is no. 
<laughs> not, not play games for fun anymore. I play um, because I had a moment to fucking play, and my son <laughs> let me do it. So <laughs> John's working on level uh, level two of Dad Simulator. So, man, those levels come slow too. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no. Aside from aside from the Pokemon Go, we already talked about at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and then a Black Flag. That's that's really all all the game I've gotten in. Wow. Um, Can you get any more polar opposite, Charlie? You're you're stealing booty from pirates, and you're in, uh, capturing monsters outside. <laughs> eh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> just don't just don't cross them like you did last time when you jumped off the cliff. Yeah, yeah that that that's that's true. <laughs> Pokemon Go um, could end badly that way. <laughs> yeah, mm. uh, but um, yeah, no, but uh, but just to give a sense of where I'm in the game, I think I'm um, I'm only a little bit farther in the story than I was last time I mentioned. I think I'm like 65% way through the story. Um, I just I just captured the last outpost. Um, um, you know, f- um, um, you know, for people who played the game, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, just just um, just chip, just chipping away at it. I wish to God I would have screenshotted Goat just smashing that Mountain Dew Code Red bottle. Like such a such a dude bro moment, such a gamer <laughs> dude bro moment. This is what I live Please on. Please tell me you've got some fucking Doritos over there next to you too, like some fucking extreme no, nacho I, Doritos or something. No, I finished those earlier. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he he considered it. There, the possibility yeah. existed there. <laughs> But um, but uh, how about you? What have you what have you been playing? Go. What have I been playing other than Pokemon Go? Um, I only had time for um one of the free games of Gold. I think it's actually currently the uh, Tumblestone. It's a little puzzle game. Oh yeah, uh, it looks like a looks like a like a like a color block jewel. Yeah, yeah, it's a blue jewel kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It's addicting as hell. Um, and they put a story in it, which is both unneeded and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> Um, so I, you're. Like, uh, how, what's the narrative there? Like, what the fuck is a throughway for a story like, like a game like that? That's got to be difficult. Um, well, um, it starts with a, uh, um, a uh, what is she like a the Egyptian pharaohess or whatever queen, uh, and she's looking for the love of her life, who actually turns out to be a goblin king, and you and and that's his levels. The next one, and I'm guessing the next person you meet is their level, and so forth. Each level is like that character, the next character, and they further their story in just text-based, hit-A nonsense. It, it It's really completely unnecessary. But the game itself, like the actual puzzling and all that stuff, is kind of cool, because you have to go in order, and they put more obstacles in your way and stuff like that, and it's more of a sequential puzzle game than, than like a, a drop and, and like, uh, multiply one. So. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. But that's it. That's all I had time for. <laughs> That and Pokemon Go. Yeah, and even which, then it was short. Which, speaking of, uh, Mr. Matt Elfring has chimed in once more, uh, saying, by the way, you guys should have seen all the people waiting outside of Hall H today for the supposed legendary Pokemon that was going to be released during the panel. You couldn't get through the halls at all. And he's uh, a I, I'm guy. presuming it didn't happen from the from his wording. I, I'm <laughs> going to assume, Matt, if you can update us on that. He said, that's your San Diego Comic-Con update. Okay, I'll shut up now. Don't shut up, Matt. We want yeah, you to talk all the time, man. He he is obviously having some downtime at the old Comic Con that he is uh, <laughs> uh, working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's this is this is dead dog time, Matt. Like, what are you doing watching us? Like, go go have a drink and enjoy yourself. <laughs> have you Although, met Matt? He's thirty half in the bag. That's why he's watching us. Oh, that, yeah, that's <laughs> the way it's all. <laughs> Only people that watch this show are drunk. <laughs> it's better. It's a lot better when you're drunk. 
Yeah, uh, from our end, too. Um, yeah. Everybody watching this show or listening to the show right now, look at your life, man. <laughs> Think about your choices. Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God, what are we doing with our lives? Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, Game of Thrones is over, so, I mean, what else are they going to do at 8.30 Central Time on a Sunday? I mean, there's yeah, really nothing else going on. We're at 8, 8, 8 p.m. every Sunday when the season's done and watch Game of Chodes with the three of us here. <laughs> This is all I. And I that might be the that might be episode title. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. I'll I'll allow it. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Game of Chodes. Ugh. Gnarly. Um. Oh, and Dustin Falconer's not drunk. He's just crazy. So uh, we we either have drunk and or crazy. So well, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's cheaper just to be crazy, though. <laughs> that's, the, that's the damn truth. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds to me like uh, we had a fairly lean week of gaming, but uh, something tells me next week I'm going to have a lot more time on my hands to do some more playing. Oh, yeah. so. So. I'm looking to, I'm going to dig back into something story-based here coming up. I've been, really, if you look at everything I've been playing for the last three weeks, it's all been very um, avoiding anything that obligates me to sit and play um, real passing fancy shit, so I'm ready to get we do have an update from uh, from Mr. Alton. He says they did not release any Pokemon <laughs> there, just updated people on the possible upcoming trading features. Possible upcoming trading features, so it's not even a definite thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm supposed to be transcribing an interview, but I'm taking a moment for myself. I don't drink a cons anymore. It gets too nutty here. Um, I've, I've never been to a con the size of Comic-Con. Oh, I yeah, like I can only imagine San Diego of the size of Comic Con. I can, I can only imagine. <laughs> I've seen um, shit get crazy at, at cons that rooms. you could fit inside of Comic Con a hundred times, man. So I can imagine. Well, yeah, it's crazy. but that's usually the villain panels, and the rest of the cons fine. Yeah, <laughs> I um, yeah, I have um, yeah. I mean, the, the the largest con that I've been to is um, and like like really been to like you know we've covered some of the uh, like the local anime cons like anime Midwest you know is is probably the largest con I've been to this 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 past year, but I mean like I wasn't I I, I didn't I wasn't like sleeping there you know like I came home every night so it's just not the same, but um, yeah no the largest one that I've actually stayed at was was Everfree Northwest this last year and that was only like three thousand people <laughs> so like that's that's like that could fit into any of Commons cons back pocket you know? yeah so, no. that's one of their panels. Matt, Matt yeah. chimed in once more and said, "San Diego is a shit show, and shit oh. show is capitalized." And this is his. <laughs> oh yes. man! And by shit, he means drunken debauchery. Yes. yes. And you're right, Dustin. I do do crazy shit. Yes. True. All right. So that's uh that's that's enough of us schmucks. So John, uh, what do we have for news? Uh, going to be a light news week this week, but good news for everybody that's been listening for the last couple of weeks. We only have one Pokemon Go story, so and it's pertinent to the history of that game. So um, let's go ahead and start off number five this week. So uh, some time ago, there was a discussion about this new CGI Final Fantasy 15 movie, Kingsglaive, that's uh, going to be coming out. Comic Con released an official release date for that. So there's two there's two release dates. There's the you can get it on Blu-ray, and then there's the if you want to catch it in theaters very briefly, you can. So the Blu-ray release is going to be uh, October 4th for anybody that wants it on Blu-ray or you know digital streaming. Um, if you want to catch it in theaters, the very limited run theater it's going to uh, theater run it's going to do is going to be August 19th, which 
I don't know about you guys, I would actually like to go and see that, because how often do Final Fantasy movies make it to the theater, and last time that happened, it was a goddamn travesty. Um, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I interject? Please. That movie was fine if you if you take the words Final Fantasy off of it. The, no, the it's quality fine. of it was, yeah. The, yeah. the travesty part of it for me being that it was soul-crushingly boring. I had no, like, it was misleading as being titled a Final Fantasy movie. That's, that's what I'm saying. If, if they had... Boring if they had if they had taken the words Final Fantasy completely removed it from 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 the title, in my mm. personal opinion, it was it was a it was not a great movie, but it was a perfectly fine movie. It's just the fact that Final Fantasy on the on the in the name is what killed it. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, and I guess timing wise, this works out because Final Fantasy 15 itself will be out uh, in September, right? I think this year is what they were yeah. saying. So, guys, you're um, missing the point on that last movie. The total last point of that movie, they had to put Final Fantasy on it so they could make the tickets fourteen ninety nine. So you guys would go. <laughs> Maybe you still, you're still hung up on that. You really think that's their their universal price point, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fifteen is going to be released on September thirtieth. The actual game itself, not the movie. Mm-hmm. So the movie for one hundred forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you guys have any interest in going to see this in the theater? Um, some. Not 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 a ton. Just some. <laughs> Charlie's not. Sold. I have. I have more interest in getting shot in the face at close range. <laughs> Predictable. I that could have said that that was going to be your answer. And for me, um, I'll go just to have the experience. Like I'm so yeah. bummed out that tonight, I think right now as we speak, they're doing the Killing Joke screenings for Fathom Events. I'm not there. I want to be there, but I'm here because I love you guys and you guys. Um, it's true. So, um, but yeah. So. Just to have the experience, I would love to go and catch this in the theater. Maybe, uh, maybe we can make a uh, a little uh, shindig out of it and invite uh, ourselves and maybe our Gamerhead Radio listeners that are. Yeah, and and we could bring Goat along and some industrial, you know, grade duct tape. Yeah, we'll just get him, him and, really and clockwork orange tape his eyebrows, his eyelids open, and uh, just make him watch it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a gay old we'll time. We'll get him good and drunk. I mean, maybe the maybe the uh, you know the the talent will be enough to. Slake his thirst for entertainment because this one's got Aaron Paul, Sean Bean, and Lena Headley in it. Headley, Heady. Such a fucking <laughs> like. I was thinking of Headley Lamar, which is a terrible joke from. It's it's a it's a joke from Blazing Saddles. Is yep. What I just the shit that I just stepped in. Mm-hmm. Heady Lamar, Headley Lamar. I know. I know Aaron Paul. He's in BoJack Horseman. Aaron Paul is also he's he was in Breaking Bad. Everybody knows he's Jesse. Never seen it. Gotta work on that totes but goats. We gotta, we gotta get you there. We gotta get you there. Um, all right, moving on to number four. Um, so every hey, my son's here. Hey, boy. Um, so it used to be if you had a gamer tag on Xbox Live, you could keep that gamer tag for forever. Um, Microsoft has announced and made it clear that if you do not log into your gamer tag at least once within a five-year period, you will lose that gamer tag. Goes back into the pool. Is going to go bye-bye. So they're recommending that people (laughs) set alarms and calendar event reminders if you're not going to actively keep your gold uh, gamer tag. Or really, just log into your Xbox at all. But um, seems fair to me, you know, if you're not going to... If you're not going to... Hold on a second. (laughs) Here's my question. It's once in five years, what is even the point I mean, like, are there are there? Yeah, you're missing like, an entire console cycle at that point. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, are there actually people that? I mean, like, so 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 the, clearly they're saying this for the gamer tags of, of people that have been locked up for you know they have not logged in for five years and they're about to release them is is why they're saying mm-hmm. this. Like, well, any, that 
Yeah. They're probably working on the original Xbox ones that people haven't used since then either. There's probably a lot of gamer tags that are locked up if they haven't in been recycling them. Yeah. No, that's oh, I'd be willing to bet money that's the case. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, if you guys, you guys, uh, Ryan on who who's been a co-host on this show a couple of times, he used to like hunt for rare gamer tags so he could sell them. Like, really? I think yeah. He he um he would he would buy or register several different gamer tags that he thought like at the advent of any start of something that looks like it's gonna blow up, he'll register. You know, he's one of those guys that used to register like domain names and then sell them to people. He used to do shit like that all the time. So maybe it'll free up some rare names. I don't know. To each their yeah. own, I suppose. To each their <laughs> own. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Essentially, they're saying that uh, as of the 24th of July, you have until the 24th of July 2021 uh, to avoid losing your gamer tag to, uh, well, neglect, really, I guess. Would be so, this isn't, so this isn't even retroactive. So, I mean, like... Wow. So, I mean, like, I, I figured they'd say, like, if you haven't logged into your gamertag for five years now, we're going to release those. But they're not no. actually going to release anything for five I'm years sure, from now? thinking about a legal department, it was probably a, like, no, 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 no. Give them from now, because somebody from then will say we didn't give them enough time from when we started it now, and then they're going to find some weird legal loophole. Or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, that's, thinking, pro- that's probably true. Encounter. Um, How weird. Yeah, well, there you go. Moving on to number three, Heroes of the Storm Troll threatens Blizzard with violence and now faces jail time. (sighs) So 28-year-old man threatened Blizzard employees with violence after his Heroes of the Storm account was silenced, has been arrested, charged, and faces jail time. Uh, The Justice Department says that Steven Sabula from California is looking at a possibility of five years as a maximum sentence and a $250,000 fine for threatening bodily harm and death upon Blizzard employees. Here's the thing. Why would you do that? That's dumb. Don't be a giant dickhead. Um, I don't... Good, good, just good general life advice. No, no, no. no. It, yeah. I mean, it to is. Add, it's a standard. John, to add to that, don't be a giant dickhead, but definitely don't be a giant dickhead to people who have a legal team that make more money than you do in your lifetime. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. I mean, like, to give you an idea of why, why people took this so serious, seriously, especially in the age that we're living in, is this, it, it's not like he just went onto the forums and was shit-talking or trash-talking. Some of the, the direct quotation of, of the, the information that he posted to Facebook's uh, the Blizzard's Facebook account is as follows. Careful, Blizzard. I live in California, and your headquarters is here in California. You keep silencing me in Heroes of the Storm, and I may or may not have to pay you a visit with an AK-47 amongst some other fun tools. That's moron. Uh, you just can't You can't talk like that in this age, man. You can't even joke no, it's like all that real. in this age. He then it's followed it up real. 20 minutes later by saying, you keep silencing people in Heroes of the Storm and someone who may live in California might be inclined to, quote, cause a disturbance at your headquarters in California with an AK-47 and a few other, quote, opportunistic tools. It would be a shame to piss off the wrong person. Do you not agree, Blizzard? Blizzard, <laughs> in turn, did the proper thing and handed those messages over to the FBI, and the FBI was just like, nah, man, nah. <laughs> um, well, it... it- in in his defense, he did get what he wanted. He is the hero of his own shitstorm. Yeah. 
Yes, he is very much the hero of his own shitstorm. The the disturbing thing though is is that when the FBI questioned this guy about all of this stuff, he told them that he wanted to give Blizzard a sinking feeling that they should be worried and use the freight oppor- opportunistic tools to make their minds wander. He named AK-47 because it seemed like the scariest weapon. Um, he did <laughs> later admit this just keeps getting fucking worse, man. This just keeps getting worse. And it's, when Blizzard was and when Blizzard was interviewed, they were like, "What was his name again?" <laughs> yeah. Mm, let's die. Like the more I'm seeing about this, the worse it is. He later admitted to having violent sexual fantasies about young children, including his five-year-old niece who lived at, at the residence along with two other young children. He was put under arrest. Social media accounts belonging to Sebalu expressed an interest in serial killing, and in a previous encounter with police, Sebalu said he read books on the subject. Let us just put this fucking guy away for a very long time yeah. so that he cannot do horrifying things to anybody. Yeah, the internet did the right shit. thing. This, this is a happy story because this, this gentleman is clearly mentally disturbed and in need of help. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's, uh, he is sick, yes. and hopefully he gets the treatment that he needs. Yeah, yeah, hopefully so, man. That sounds like a sounds like a rough roll. Goat's like, nah, just <laughs> just stick him in the chair. <laughs> Goat's ready to send him out. No, uh, no, I think I think he should uh, be at the giving end of his AKA forty seven and other tools. <laughs> He's so happy to talk about them. He should see what they do firsthand. Yeah, well. Fucking <laughs> keeps behaving like that. It's not going to end well for him one way or the other. It sounds oh, like he's, he's gonna, going to jail anyway. Once I gets out in jail, he's not going to make it out of jail. They don't like nah, those kind of people. Probably uh, not. Probably not. But uh, let's let's move away from the morose <laughs> and uh, let's silence let's the story. No, no silence. The story's there, man. Guy's crazy, going to jail as as it should be. All this due course. Um, uh, moving on to number two for the week. Um, we've been talking a little bit off and on about how. Um, esports games and gaming is starting to become more and more prolific, and the prize pools and uh, you know, dog and horse. Yeah, uh, God, I was about to do a goat. I was about to say, what was it you said last year on the air? Horse hmm. and horse and pony show. Is that what you called it? I think is what you said. Dog and pony show. No, you said horse no, and pony. No, no well, okay. John, you might be thinking of the time that he came up with a, a, a very different way of saying "screw the pooch." No, fuck the dog is what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you guys really fucked the dog on that one, and you and I were like, "What? What did you just say?" That's I don't believe that is the uh, the the turn of phrase. Um, but yeah, it it it's really kind of gotten to be a big deal. I mean, we just talked about how uh, Street Fighter Five was featured on uh, ESPN two last week during the Evo uh, finals, uh, mm-hmm. and they did like think the entire top eight was aired, so it was a few hours long. Um, mm-hmm. Then they did. Um, you know, now you've got. Remember, we talked about TBS was going to be getting into esports and having like an esports TV show on TV. Well, for that particular event, Overwatch is going to be uh, aired on TBS, the finals for their big tournament, with a massive three hundred thousand dollar prize pool. Three hundred thousand dollar prize pool for Overwatch. That is insane. Now, to give you an idea, Street Fighter Five had a one hundred thousand dollar prize pool for the top winner last week. So this is. Fucking bonkers, man! You just answered the question that I had. Is like, yeah, is, uh, I don't, I don't follow this stuff, so I didn't have context. So yeah, that's that's huge. That's that's mm-hmm. huge, yeah. huge. See, my, yeah. my question is, um, John, yes, why are you here? Since you're already an Overwatch nut and a competitive gaming nut, you could be uh, living the dream. 300k large Look, on TBS. I'm gonna be honest with you, as as not fond of e- like the toxicity of esports as I am, because I I don't have a problem with esports. I don't like the the toxic nature of, of 
Mm-hmm. All, the way a lot of it's carried and, and held, and there's a lot of negativity in it. Fighting game community seems to be um, unnervingly like strong-willed when it comes to avoiding that kind of garbage. Fortunately, there's not a lot of corruption there. Um, mostly, I think, because it's not teams, it's individual people. Um, but, man, so many esports things are so corrupt. If, if How have you found the community that, in Overwatch to be so far? Very friendly up until they put the competitive mode in, and then just like anything else, the competitive mode draws... The way it was designed didn't help either. It draws a certain type of player, and... Uh, they probably did that on purpose to get them out of the general pop. Yes and no. I mean, the, the game, until you've played it, um, it's not designed to be that kind of game. It was, I mean, it was designed to be competitive, but it was supposed to be designed to be kind of quick and fun and fast-paced, and the, the competitive mode is kind of drags. It takes longer to finish. Kind of, when you lose, it makes you feel really shitty about yourself because they really, they didn't design it properly. In my opinion, I know a lot of people share that opinion too, but yeah. um, they've got a lot of fixing to do to that. Um, so much like a night with a prostitute. Got it. I would absolutely, I would absolutely participate in esports. I've actually talked with Ryan on about starting an esports team because he and I are really good at competitive multiplayer games. Um, But realistically, as a family man, the amount of time you have to devote to playing your one or two games to get good at esports, I don't have that time right now. Maybe at some point in my life. Um, Fighting games are different because I've been playing those my whole life. Maybe I'll do something with that later, but right now, no, not so much. Um, but just to give you guys some uh, some information on this event and when it's going to begin, it started it started yesterday online for uh, rounds in, in Europe and uh, North American teams. Uh, those guys who are participating got that stuff done yesterday. Uh, it's going to culminate in the grand finals on September 30th, which is going to broadcast live on TBS and Twitch. The winning team will earn a $100,000 grand prize. So the $300,000 is the prize pool split up amongst everybody that wins and has whatever take. Oh, um, crap. As it heads home, yeah. Oh yeah, it's crap. A hundred thousand dollar take for Overwatch is crap. No, 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 no. Three hundred grand. If you're gonna say it's a three hundred grand pool, it should be the grand pool, and there should be money after that. Don't, don't, don't split it up. <laughs> Look at goat splitting hairs. <laughs> um, anybody out there playing Overwatch that wins a hundred thousand dollars, I will take twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty, like, don't listen to goat. Twenty dollars sold, real cheap. Well, mm-hmm. we've covered this before. I mean, just don't listen to goat in general. That's true. It's just. That's also, we'll put that right next to uh, life <laughs> advice. Uh, don't be a dick. Don't listen to Goat. Don't listen to Goat. I'm okay with being a dick. Somebody has to be on this yeah. show. See, right there. He's giving you bad advice about how to not be a dick. Don't listen to it. Right there. Um, go ahead and move on to number... Well, really quick, before I move on to number one. Knowing that there are these types of prize pools out, Charlie, I know you're not a competitive multiplayer person, so I, I'm uh, assume you will never have an interest in participating in esports of any sort. But goat, do you have any sort of an interest? Would you be Rocket League? You and I were playing that and having a blast. Would you ever consider? No, God, no. I can't <laughs> stand humans, especially competitive ones. Like I just no, they're a bunch of douchebags, and they can have fun on their own little planet away from me. <laughs> Charlie, you know the 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 best answer, like the the most optimistic answer I can come up with. <laughs> Is if I found some game that had a that had you know like like Overwatch or something that had one of these big you know competitive multiplayer you know communities behind it, mm-hmm. um, that I that I discovered to just be so just naturally good at that you know um, um, that that I thought I might actually have a shot at doing well in one of these tournaments, um, <clears throat> that um, that I would be able to give up 
um, with, with, with so much certainty that I would do well enough to, 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 to come home with enough prize money to make up for the difference, I would, I would need to get to the point of being so confident that I would be able to do well enough that I could either reduce or quit my day, my day job so that I could focus on this. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that, 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 is, that is really the only, yeah, make it my day job mm-hmm. is to the point where, um, you know, where I'm, I'm playing these tournaments and I'm winning prize money and that, and that is my contribution to my family income. Um, mm-hmm. Which, so, so and it, it, to be clear, that is the most optimistic view I can find, which means it will never absolutely happen. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't say that. If they come out with a competitive pony game where uh, you can be the nicest person possible, you'd probably... You'd probably win that. That's it. Goat, that was a compliment. That was a compliment from Goat. Did you guys catch that? That was that was aw, Goat. Man, sure. that's special, well, man. Thank you. You're like you're like the sugar of the show. You're the guy who like stops and helps people. I'm this person who goes See, get a jack out of my way. He tries to go back and like backtrack and make it sound less sweet. No, I'm just saying if sweet. there was if there was a competitive niceness game out there, Charlie would own ass on it because he is so naive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I I can't even argue that. Yeah. Like, I say things, and he's like, but, but I'm like, this is the other side of the coin, the dark side that you ignore, Charlie, called <laughs> life. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then I cry in the corner and eat hugs. Um, yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah. I mean, so, but the, the other thing that I'm, that I'm saying when I, when I give that ridiculous hypothetical situation is that... Um, uh, I would not be willing to give up any of my other um, interests and hobbies. That like I would, I would never, I would never give up conventions. You know, to mm-hmm. to do this, like that, it it it's, would never be that important to me. It so, would need to be a purely, it would need to be a purely financial decision. Like I, I, right. I would never, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 put this in, and take the Charlie version and put it down into two sentences. The Charlie answer is if it was overly positive and completely positive that I could do this and like on a mythical like thirteen year old scale of reality, yes. Reality? Nope. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. Yeah, that's about it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had 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 esports been in the place that it is now when I was a younger uh You would never join man? a band? No, probably I mean, yeah, probably would have, but You'd be paler than you are, full beard, hair down like your this. shoulders. Before I was married, I I put in enough time in a in a standard week to probably be competitive. I he wouldn't man, be married. He would have never left the house to meet women. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Wouldn't have much to do here. He'd look but like Dobby uh, or Gala. I, it's true. It's true. Uh, I digress. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. Number one for the week. Some schmoes already caught all the Pokemans. You're welcome. That's true. It's, it's at least not all, the, all the ones that are available. All yes. the ones that are available. That's true. And he never left his block. That's right. No, no, he went to Jersey. So sorry, guys. Go ahead. He, with he did. He did take a road oh, trip. Oh God, he went to Jersey. He He's took. A brave well, soul. to be fair, he, he he lives in New York, so it wasn't it was that far away. You don't cross the river, man. Jersey, you don't you go there. You don't cross <laughs> the streams. There you go. That's my second Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, Reddit user FTB underscore Hodor who has worked hard to catch 142 Pokemon necessary to complete the Pokedex in his region. That's to be specific, as we said, in his region. Uh, Leaving nine left to collect. Legendary Pokemon Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Mewtwo, and Mew, and the region-exclusive Pokemon Farfetch'd. Kangaskhan, Mr. Mime, and Ditto. Um, Let's see. He said that during his travels, he caught 4,269 Pokemon, 303 eggs hatched, 153 kilometers were wandered in that exploration. 
Uh, he said the final Pokemon he caught was Omanyte um, and later evolved into Omastar. He did say that he would have gotten it done sooner, but he had a bunch of problems. Connection issues with Verizon hampered his progress. Um, he reached level 31 by the end of his journey and largely spent his time collecting Pokemon across Manhattan and Brooklyn and New York City. He did say that he was really lucky, though, because he worked across the street from uh, a stop and, like, where he just sat in his office in range of a stop all day. And, um, you know... Just harvested. Yeah, just harvested all day and, you know, off and on. I'm sure much to the chagrin of his employers. <laughs> Hope they're not listening. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know the guy's real name, I don't think, so they're, they're, no. they're, he's got that going for him. Uh, there, there's, you know, there's one statistic, which I don't think I caught in this story, is that how much did he spend... On, on in-app purchases. Didn't say a word, didn't yeah. say a peep about in-app for, for him to hatch that many eggs, he had to have been buying incubators. Oh, yeah, he had to have all nine flying at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, one would imagine. It's Whatever. Crazy, man. Good for him. Yeah, hey, so there you go. That's our that's our one Pokemon Go story for the week. <laughs> I, I promised last week that we would kind of get it back to non-Pokemon Go uh, stuff. Next week he'll be suing Verizon, and he's still <laughs> not married. So, yeah. <laughs> That's true, man. You just you just made him sound so sad, goat. <laughs> well, he probably works in an office and makes more money than I will ever make in my life. So you know, it evens out. Yeah, he's, he's like, so I'm just gonna be angry at that guy. Little do we know, he actually is the uh, the like CFO of Niantic. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the part they leave out. How convenient. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's all I got for you guys for news stories this week, fellas. It's not bad. Way to way to bring uh way to bring it to a halt there in the uh. To pr- pretty much uh, catch the, uh, the the Pokemon, I don't know. I was going for a segue there to just fucking. <laughs> well, it it blew out of the Pokeball and ran off on me. That's what this happened is, there. This <laughs> is the portion of the. This is we're gonna turn this into a segment. Uh, this will be our new segment every week, where at least one of us falls a falls apart. Yeah, the right desegmentation. The <laughs> That's right. All the constitution of a wet paper towel. Right. So, but uh, but uh, for a future discussion this week. So, first of all, I'm, I'm just curious if anybody else has has watched the Pokemon uh, the, the the Pokemon anime, the Indigo League, the original you know the original series mm-hmm. recently. I'm curious to know if you guys think that that is uh, how well or how well or not that has aged. Um, so, yeah, I think it aged so. fine. As one who's watched everything Netflix has to offer. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm curious to know what the listeners think, <laughs> but. Um, Let's see. Oh, but, and uh, it's so, just the listeners. See, I don't even matter in this show anymore. It's the John well, and Charlie no, with that other guy. No, we. I mean, yes, but no, but <laughs> <laughs> we. Um, no, we have your opinion. I want to know what their opinions. Oh, are. Oh yeah, 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 I get it. You know, you know, the people who actually, <laughs> you know, we care about, not the idiots who run this show. I get it. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I think I thought we clarified this earlier in the episode. We're not idiots. We're chodes. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah, that's right. This is a game of chodes. Episode one seventy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we should move on to a feature because we've pretty much buried this thing under a sea of rattatas. Yeah, that's true. true. Hakuna Ratata. <laughs> no. No. There, there's nope. a fucking show nope. title for you. No. 
No, legal. We'll say no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to so, fuck with the mouse? It's on you. <laughs> so, so, so our mailbag question for this week is basically what we're going to make of our feature as well. And um, just to see, uh, we're, we're going to give our own answers to the mailbag question. But we had so many responses to the mailbag question that um, that we're kind of going to roll, kind of just kind of just roll that all together yeah. because we're yeah. going to be talking about your guys' responses for a while because you were very Charlie energetic. Hit, Charlie hit gold this week. <laughs> it was a team effort. I will not take. Oh that yeah. Off. But um, um, but uh, so so our, our question was basically um, it's uh, obviously Nintendo is just rolling in money right now. Well, maybe Nintendo says maybe not. I call I call shenanigans. Um, but well, um, I mean they have a lot of money. I don't. I think they were kind of getting more than the fact that they're not rolling in it. Or or maybe they're just paying off existing bills. Whatever. Yeah. The point <laughs> is that they're making a lot of they're money. Paying right off now. the Wii U. Yeah. Um, and um, so I, I, one one would have to assume that there are people sitting in Microsoft and Nintendo's respective boardrooms, and they're trying to figure out what their answer or response or whatever, just something to compete with Pokemon Go success. What what would Microsoft and Sony <laughs> do um, to to try and not let this that this this apparently newly discovered um, uh, gaming category just let let not let Nintendo run away with the whole with the whole thing. Um, so we have we have a ton of responses for you guys. We're going to get to in a second here. But um, as far as our own answers are concerned, um, John, go. Do you guys have anything um, off the top of your head that you want to throw into the ring as far as Microsoft, Sony, or really anybody else is concerned? So Charlie, I have this little vision of this uh-huh. where Microsoft and Sony run into their boardrooms. They sit down, right? Uh-huh. And their whatever head guy looks at them and goes, "Oh hell no! They did it with the Wii. They're not fucking us again. We've got <laughs> to do something about it." <laughs> Um, that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is is that so many of Microsoft and, and Sony's games are, um, you know, based in, in action, you know, shooter games. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to think of what would make a good AR game for, for any of their existing... Well, you know, a sane AR game. game. You yeah. don't want people shooting other people in AR. That's just probably not a good thing. No, probably not the best. Right, but I mean, if you're looking at something that's fairly passive like that, where you're not you're not pointing a gun at somebody, um, God, that's so hard to come up with for any of them. What do you guys have? Any th- any thoughts? Well, the it's it, 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 the, my my answer to this is actually what I'm going to do is is um it's um I, I'm going to yeah, I'm I'm going to kind of preface our conversation. And you know, maybe to kind of like um, jog our creative thinking here a little bit by reading. I'm I'm, I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to read one of our mailbag responses, and this is um, uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, or Ngoats, I believe, but uh, Dave Mianowski, um, who went to school with. Hi, Dave. Um, he uh, he he dropped a response into the, into our thread in the Players Club with a Polygon article, and this this article um, kind of just sums up um, pretty much the entire the entire way of looking at this situation. So I'm going to be I'm, a lot of what I what I what I'm about to read is verbatim from this article uh, from Polygon, uh, published on July 22nd, written by um, Ben Kuchera, and uh, it basically goes like this: How to perfectly replicate the success of Pokemon Go in three uh, three steps? It's easy and profitable. Um, <clears throat> uh, so so, so step, step number one: Spend 20 years developing a huge franchise. Which is sort of key here. Um, it's important. Yeah, that, that um, is that is probably a good place to start. 
Yeah. Um, which, uh, which, which, which he says, um, this may seem challenging, but if you don't have a huge franchise that spans dozens of games and multiple television shows and movies over the last 20 years, you're going to be really sad you didn't spend the time to make this happen. Spending 20 years building the demand and nostalgia for brand is important if you want an overnight success in mobile. And I think that's the... I, I would argue that that is probably the biggest key um, to po- to Pokemon Go success is the oh, fact yeah. that it's Pokemon. I mean, yeah, like this, this is everyone knows what a, the word Pokemon. They have an right. idea of it, right? <laughs> I mean, the only I mean the only other brand or property in video in video gaming that I can think of that comes anywhere near close is just is Mario. I mean, like that's yep. that's the other big brand, and that's also Nintendo. So. You know, one has to wonder if if Microsoft and Sony are kind of kicking themselves a little bit for not having like that one thing that they've kept going and kept well, innovating and everything for the last you know yeah. several decades. I mean, the closest next closest thing that Sony would have would be Crash, and he's just now coming back. Yeah, I just, and, but but they let him become irrelevant for so long. Like I can't. I'm sure that there. I'm sure that there are tons and tons and tons of younger kids who are saying "Crash who?" You know, it's like it's. You could come oh, up with crash. with something "Crash" now, and you know, like people like us are going to know what 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 that is. And you know, anybody yeah. who's like you know been, been stuck with like you know, dad's old PlayStation is going to know what that is as far as I don't even, concerned. But I don't think but Microsoft has anything. No, I can't. Like, any I mean, anything to put a torch to. I mean, n- nothing that would work out for something like this. I mean, yeah. like they've they've got Halo, which I which I which I mm. guess is the biggest. But what in the world do you do with Halo? Like it, it in any in any way, shape, or form that could possibly compete with Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, but um, but so 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 but, but let's say John, do you, do you think that those um that that the Crash for Sony and Halo for for Microsoft? Do you think that those would be their best bets as far as properties, like that the people like? Yes, probably, especially with with Halo, because Cortana seems like the natural go to for some sort of a like like AR personal assistant type thing. Okay, so 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 let, let let's go through um um uh, Mr. Kuchera's plan here, and so for Sony and Microsoft, we've picked out Crash Bandicoot and Microsoft and and and, and Halo. So step two is find the perfect partner. Um, so explaining, he says, uh, Niantic came out of nowhere to create Pokemon Go with a little more than a long history of creating games based on geographic data, so it's important mm-hmm. that you also look for a company that has spent an ungodly amount of time building up systemic knowledge and understanding of the sort of game you want to make. Um, well, that's easy for Microsoft. They just would be them. They own Google, and they own the Halo, uh, the Halo lines. They don't own Google, but... Uh, um, or not, not, sure. No, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. No, they, they have access to Google and they're computing, so... Okay, but they have I, Halo I, see, lens. I, I see what you're saying. They already um, have the AR technology, and they have... You know, they have... Well, we'll get to AR in a second, but as far as okay. partners are concerned... Um, I mean, yeah. So I mean, so so let let's assume that Google and by ex- that, that obviously Niantic and by extension Google are out of consideration here. So then, who would Sony and Microsoft have Ooh. to pair up their Crash game and their Halo game? Uh, can you guys think of any any other uh, I don't know companies out there that could possibly do anything with this kind of thing? Like, uh, no, not off the top of my head. Uh, nope. I mean, really. Niantic's the only one doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, they could they so, could revive CopuServe. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's an option. Um, all right. Well, well, let's um, let let let's let's get off. Let, let let's keep on walking far farther away from the box and uh, until we think of somebody here. Um, 
so so for Halo, uh, I'm gonna go with um, um, DJI, which are the people that make the Phantom drones, um, because at least they're okay. they're very they're very good as as far as as far as their drone technology is concerned, and um, and at least like having like a game that incorporates drones seems appropriate for Halo to me. I don't know. Yeah. So um so 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 that that's what I've got for for that. Uh, unless you guys have a better idea. Um, well, if you're gonna do drones and stuff like that, I mean. Like I don't care which one, but somebody could tag on to Amazon's studio because okay. they have all the Amazon data to work with. So okay, so let's so so let's go with that. So let's say uh, this, uh, Sony takes their Crash Bandicoot uh, and they, and they get together with Amazon, and so mm-hmm. now we have to figure out what kind of game um, Amazon is going to make with Crash and what kind of game um, DJI, DJI and their, 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 their drones is going to make with Halo. So then mm-hmm. we move on to step three, which is add AR or some shit. <laughs> and, uh, okay. and so okay. he explains, um, that just means to use the camera on everyone's phone. No one really knows what AR is, so as long as you can use the phone's camera, you can probably say you're using AR. AR stands for agoraphobic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Which it, it doesn't actually, although it probably should. Um, and um, and if you tell an investor that VR seems cool, but AR is where it's at, you'll find yourself with a billion dollar valuation before lunch. Um, AR well, is probably AR is a really, easier to make. AR is probably a really important part of Pokemon Go because many people have said it is. So you should you should do some kind of AR shit. It will be easy to develop and very helpful when it comes to convincing analysts you're onto something new and exciting. Adding AR shit is absolutely crucial. Obviously, this article is tongue in cheek, but we're gonna mm-hmm. go with it. Um, okay, so so well, now he's not wrong. Got, no, he's no, he's not. Absolutely not. Um, that gives you the real AR on my screen. I turned it off. Yeah, I turned mine um, off too. I, I turn it on for, for, for good photo ops, but aside from that, yeah, mm-hmm. I basically turn it off because it, it actually makes the game easier to play with it off. Um, but, um, uh, but okay, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll continue here. So we've got uh, DJI, which, again, are the people who make the, the, the Phantom mm-hmm. drones and, and, and other products. Um, but um, So they're, they're very big into, you know, into technology, and um, they're going to make a Microsoft game. So um, I would say that they would have um, drones that... Um, and So if, if you've never seen one of these things in action, um, when you're flying it, um, you can, it has a camera mounted on it. You can actually see from camera's point of view pretty much in, in almost oh, exactly easy, real time from then. So, so now we're talking about a drone flying in the sky that is now augmented reality, basically projecting Halo Wars onto the ground below you. And so you have to. Then so now, now this is this is the this is the game that we're forming here. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so, so that's. Um, I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory, I'd say. So now we've got Amazon, which is a shipping and logistics company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're making a game with Crash Bandicoot. The uh, I, I'm trying to think of some tie-in with all the crates that Crash ends up destroying in the course of playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, it's it's a game. Uh, help me out here, guys. It's a it's a game. Um, See, all where, I think is. This. Is that every cra- every every crate you break is the deal of the day, and you can order right then and there in your Prime account. <laughs> no, no, that that's a little too much. Of a, that, that that's basically. That's it's just a it's just a fluff piece for them to get you to buy crap, which I mean it, it, it's, it's Amazon. Let's be no, honest. We, we 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 can do better than this though, because it is a game, and you've got to make people want to play it. Mm-hmm. So, 
here's here's where I'm going. Is that you part of the game, and so you have to use your GPS, and and the GPS will show you where various UPS trucks are. You then have to find and track down the UPS trucks, and whenever a guy, uh, whenever the driver gets out to deliver packages, you then use an augmented reality projected Crash Bandicoot on screen to virtually um, run and and smash the boxes that the guy is carrying. This is the best I could come up with. Please do better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or make it better. Well, Anything, something. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sony's kind of got themselves in a hole here because they really don't have... I mean, other than like maybe switching franchises to God of War and you're collecting gods, other than that, I don't see... <laughs> Sony, Sony is not mobile-friendly. No, not at all. But the Vita is such a Look at their Vita titles. I mean, they're, they're, all, they're, all the Vita titles are good for is sentences for titles. Yeah, if you can't fit the title of your game in a tweet, it's a bad title. <laughs> that hasn't stopped them yet. The, the shortest thing about the PlayStation Vita is the, the word Vita. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... And, and its selection of games. Oh. Mm-hmm. Round two, because the freaking uh, PSP was n- also not very uh, expensive in its ca- uh, catalog. Yeah. Here's the problem is, is that Pokemon is it like the very nature of that game lends itself to this concept of ca- catching monsters out in the wild. Yeah. So like you have to kind of think like what works with a camera. Aug- 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 augmented reality UPS trucks and virtual Crash Bandicoot smashing boxes. I'm telling you, it's gold. I'm, it I'm, seems I'm simple lying. enough. I mean, you can't get too. So. <laughs> but you, you can't get too. You can't get too crazy. It has to be super simple because, well, people. Most of the people aren't uh, gamers. They're just like, oh, I know the word Pokemon, and everybody's doing this thing, so I want to do it too. Well, I mean, Crash also collects fruit, so you could go into supermarkets yeah. and you can collect fruit in the produce departments. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really have anything to do with Amazon, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah no but the, but that 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 is basically so the, Sony's not going to win. No no I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so but those are basically um, Ben Kajara's three steps to um, how to perfectly replicate the success of Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, Microsoft and Sony, we will be expecting our royalty checks. In the, <laughs> that, um, that'll be the day. Yeah yeah, all three dollars of the four apps they sold. <laughs> you know what? I'll take ten percent of that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, You're just going to put it in your Pokemon Go account, aren't you? I, I am, as a matter of fact. Um, I'll just take it in Google Play credit. That's fine. Um, which, oh, r- r- super quick side note. Um, if anybody is playing Pokemon Go on Android, and if you are not using the Google Opinions app, start doing that right now. Because what this app does for you is it will uh, it will periodically send you uh, surveys on your phone in a drop-down and basically just ask you some questions. Sometimes it'll be about the places that you've been because it's... Google, it, it knows where you've been, um, or just random other things, and for answering these things, you'll get uh, Google Play credit, anywhere from, like, I've gotten from, like, 5 or 10 cents all the way up to, like, 60, 75 cents, you know, maybe even more for answering a survey, and sometimes you can get them daily, so you can easily get up, you know, a, you know, a couple dollars a week um, once you get into using it. It's The more you use it, the more surveys it sends you. Um, and um, and then you can turn you can take that free Google Play credit and turn it right into Pokemon coins. So I'm just just putting that out there for for those who have not come across this. I was uh, not aware good, of this. Good to know. It's, it's ladies Google. and gentlemen, another Charlie hack. 
I can't. Uh, I've been using the app for a while. Um, unfortunately, just under the wrong Google account. So I've got like $30 in Google Play credit that's useless to me in Pokemon <laughs> Go because it won't let you buy it under one account for your other ones or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, um, do, so, do, you guys have, do you guys have any other thoughts for, for Sony and Microsoft before we move on to the mailbag? No, I mean, nothing. I There's one of our mailbag responses that I got is brilliantly perfect for the idea. Okay. And But I, I couldn't. I want to save it for that, though. Okay. To the, the only other one I have is uh, if they did Fallout Shelter Go. How would that work? What, what's your concept? Well, you just, like, wander around and you pick up pieces and, and, and basically, basically fall out without the killing people. And just you harvest uh, do, do what they call them resources oh, so, and crap so like that, so, so and then build your shelter. Okay. So, so you're wandering the world, and the world is yeah. the real world around you. But that's that's mm-hmm. the virtual wasteland, and yeah. so you're scouring for stuff. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I can see where you're going here. Anything that's anything that's that's like Fallout or mm-hmm. um, um, Art could um, be a good one. Art go. Um, can you imagine running around on freaking dinosaurs? <laughs> I, th- I think the AR there gets a little harder to replicate, but um, well, I mean, you wouldn't have to ride them, but you'd be running away from them. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. No, that that's different. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just see some um, guy come flying across your uh, your building, like, oh my god, T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, yeah, that that, that sounds kind of <laughs> so. So yeah, anything, but anything that's open world like that, like like mm-hmm. Fallout or Skyrim or um, Survivors, yeah, any uh, Survivor game, yeah, any, any of the walking simulators like that. I mean, th- those would those would translate pretty well into. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Conceivably into these AR games, um, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's not, that's not a bad idea. I, I give it a, I give it, I give it a short amount of time before uh, Bethesda has something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they will. I, I still got, think they've, they've got the cleverness and the capital to do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the moral of the story though is Sony and Microsoft are going to get just destroyed again by Nintendo and their left field craziness. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it would not be the first time. No, Nintendo no, has made a career out of being elusively successful. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm then pretty it, sure they need to change Nintendo's uh, tagline to "I told you so." <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, um, uh, if you guys don't have anything else, I guess we can move on to our mailbag responses. Let's um, see what the bags got. <laughs> Um, so, so I'll, uh, John, I'll read the responses in the Players Club first, and then you can follow up with the ones you got on your page. Sounds Sound good? good. All right, so in the Players Club, we got some responses. Um, the question was, just as a reminder, you're put in charge of coming up with Microsoft's and or Sony's answer to Pokemon Go. The sky is the limit. What's your pitch? Um, so Daryl Moore responds with patience, which is, is a good attribute to have. I'm not really sure. I was more curious as to... After the patients, but okay. Um, uh, Danny Wasco says Microsoft, a geocentric HoloLens AR game, uh, the polar opposite of, of uh, Pogo, which is short for Pokemon Go. Um, polar opposite of Pogo in that the cacheable items are not mostly in populated areas, but instead are found in rural, less traversed areas. Um, clues displayed on top of real world markers, neon footprints, ciphers make people uh, figure out uh, figure out puzzles. Uh, the clues and such would disappear, and new challenges would could be uploaded, uh, so people can't game the system via social media. There will be congregation areas you had to visit uh, to load up on items. Currency would be accumulated via distance walked or traveled, prorated for vehicles, uh, leaderboards, and prizes. Um, 
or just basically just Ready Player One. Can I just say Ready Player One? Um, yes, Danny, you can um, because uh, I want I want Ready yeah. Player One to be. Ready. Oh, I play. I would play Ready so, Player One. <laughs> Remind me to talk about that at some point coming up because I'm halfway done with that audiobook, Charlie. Only halfway after all this time. John. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Right, you listen slow. <laughs> um, I'll I'll extrapolate upon my thoughts later, but some of it is a point of starting to lose interest. If I can be oh. honest, don't 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 lose interest. It it, it just gets no. Better. I I know it's gonna get better. I'm gonna I'm gonna write it out, but I'll I'll without getting too far into it. There's a lot that I dislike about it. I'll be honest to you. Interesting. Okay. Such right. a weird person. And you give me crap for not liking what the mass is like. <laughs> No, it's not that. It's not that. I'll I'll explain my thought later. But okay, go ahead. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll have, we'll have, I, I want to uh, finish it before I draw a conclusion. Okay. That's okay. The point. All yeah. right. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, Dan Purcell says so much yes on Danny's comment above that I just read that I don't even know what to say myself anymore. Ready Player One. The other idea is fantastic. Oh well, I just love that book. Um. So see, John, you're okay. wrong. Um. So two, uh, <laughs> two for Ready Player One. Uh. Go. Um, Amir uh, Wali Hamza says, uh, "Don't try to match Pokemon. That would be like when every MMO wanted to be the next World of Warcraft. Do something in the same vein but different. I'm thinking Zombies Run, but as an AR app. Um, if you Ooh. guys don't know what Zombies Run is, is um, it's basically a narrative workout app where you basically you put on your headphones, you start up the app, and it's it's a story where you are basically." Um, um, like uh, I haven't played it. I just I I've, I've heard a lot about it. So I, I, I used it. I used it last summer when I was. Uh, Are you like a courier basically? Yeah, you're like a courier. Um, and and like the episodes are fairly short. The it's the idea is really cool. Um, it's it's neat. It it kept me motivated to run. It was neat. Yeah, so, so, so it's the, basically so the, Walking the, Dead yeah. without the licensing. Kinda. It's a little. The it's it's. The narrative part of it's really good. It's the like when you start running, like supposed to, they're like you're gonna have to speed up. The zombies are chasing you, and you have to run for a certain period of time, and like speed up. They'll have you do like little burst runs to keep away from the zombies. Um, but the problem is, is the zombie sounds are really fucking terrible. Like they're so <laughs> bad that it kind of, kind of retroactively ruins the narrative. Where like you're like, oh my god, they're coming, and then when it kicks to the portion of it where you're supposed to run from the zombies, they're like. Bleh. Yeah. It's all it's all open library source. <laughs> like it's really bad, man. Like you don't feel Great. any sense of like danger that they're they're anywhere near you. Like it should it should be a little more horrifying sounding than that to me at least. Like, uh, Danny responds to Amir's comment and says, I like this idea a bunch. I can just see all of the out-of-shape people running for their lives with goggles strapped to their faces, running into traffic, falling off of bridges, and then he just sort of trails off. Um, uh, Casey Hafner um, says, uh, remember those adorable little chow things uh, from Sonic Adventure 2? You can find them and parts for them by walking about, but you still get to train them and play with them in some cute field on a virtual cloud or what have you. Um, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Um, so as, far as, as, far as, yeah, as far as something um, um, that uh, I don't know, Sony or Sony or Microsoft to have to get real buddy buddy with uh, with Sega to use Sonic, and you know, as opposed to somebody else. But yeah, uh, not a horrible Actually, idea. Actually, they had to get buddy buddy with Nintendo because doesn't Nintendo own Sonic? Sonic now? I don't think they own them. They're just good friends. I'm pretty they sure they, they, have, they, have, a, they have they have a good. Um, yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Sega still, uh, yeah, Sega still owns Sonic, and Nintendo does not own Sega. I just think they, mm. have, they have a good licensing, uh, uh, a partnership. Um, 
Danny, Danny Wasco responds back, while we're talking retro, I feel like there's a lot of money to be made on chocobo racing. Um, if I could raise and train a chocobo to compete and bet on weddings, I'd be there every weekend. Um, and Amir agrees, I was just about something right. to write something along those lines. Um, basically, you can release anything in the Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy line and win if you are a Square Enix. Um, Mm-hmm. Lou Lumen says, Final Fantasy Earthbound AR MMORPG. All the typical MMO content mechanics, leveling, partying, crafting, exploration skills, etc. Uh, but our world is the game world. Dungeons are found in forests, preserve, uh, preserves, etc. Caves not really being viable. Um, towns are matched up in-game. Vendors, shops, bosses have specific GPS locations. So basically, it's LARPing uh, the AR game. Uh, oh my god. Like said- what you just described. Is that is this is this person bringing fifteen car batteries for his phone behind him for more than fifteen <laughs> minutes of play? Uh, maybe. Um, uh, and then he says, "So I just went on a pro- cross-country road trip to meet up with some friends to go fight Bahamut." Um, yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, he's in Vegas. Yeah. Um, uh, Dave Minowski also responded and said, definitely not trying to answer to Pokemon Go anytime in the near future. Something like this comes around once in a technology generation, and Pokemon is too strong as an IP with too many years worth of fans playing games, and P- and Pogo just happens to let players mimic very closely what their characters did in those games when they were a kid. Uh, look at Skylanders as opposed to Disney Infinity. Theoretically, the Disney IPs should have absolutely crushed Skylanders, but they came in too late and kept too many restrictions on characters across Disney-owned worlds interacting with each other. Uh, you never want to be the folks chasing someone else's brilliant idea. Um, of course, uh, what Dave's alluding to is the fact that um, Disney Infinity is, is is wrapping up. They're, they're going to stop yeah. doing it, which the shock of everybody. I, I, I definitely agree with him, though. You definitely don't want to be the silver medal in this race. Yeah. Um, uh, Cal Davis says, as Dave said, um, do not think of an answer is the right word here. As Pokemon Go has shown us, AR is just as big of a contender to the world of gaming as VR. What we now need is these two worlds to come together. Now, hear me out. Uh, Cal continues, um, a, a, a VR-AR hybrid MMO that takes place in the real world, much in the way of Sword Art Online, has you create your avatar and you do the same. Uh, only you are you. You experience the game itself in VR, and while not in the VR world, you and your mobile AR device are in the real, real world. Shops, mini dungeons, mini battles, etc. A game so immersive that once you start, you are, for lack of a better term, always playing on one medium or another. Now, this is just the mailbag, and I don't want to take up too much time, but ponder it for a moment. Be whatever you want. Uh, the world of the VR, AR, MMORPG is completely and truly open to you. Be it a hunter, warrior, shopkeeper, farmer, evil warlord, virtuous savior, or random nobody that saves the realm. VR and AR can make that dream a reality. Cal, you just described Ready Player One, if you haven't yeah, read say. it. So, <laughs> that, um, that's, uh, what do they call that? The, where, where the, the, I've lost the name of the, the program they're in. Um, oh, um, uh, the Oasis. Yeah. yeah. He literally just explained that. Yeah. So uh, I'll go read what Ready Player One because the fact yes. you just described it and didn't mention tells me you haven't. Go read that. Go read the book or listen to the audiobook or something before the movie comes out. Um, seriously, do that. Uh, Doug Hook says, Halo AR. You run around the world using Master Chief's visor with Cortana and shoot aliens around the real world. Uh, that sounds dicey. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Dan Hlocky basically just put up a picture. Um, I'll I'll screen share it here for the video listeners to describe it for audio. Um, It is Grand Theft Auto Go, available soon. New mission, steal that car and kill everyone. 
That's a that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Oh my um, god, I'd be uh, level like five hundred on a thing by now. Oh god. Well, you'd be in jail, goat. No, no, there's no jail. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dan also suggests an AR version of Where's Waldo cameo appearance of Carmen Santiago, uh, of Carmen Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> not at all what he wrote. Carmen San Diego. What makes Cart- it worse is I heard I heard Cartman Santiago. That's what I said. Oh my I said god, Cartman Santiago. Um, oh, that that um, is a contender for show title. I'm sorry. <laughs> that wow. Fine. And um, finally, Horrible. finally. Well, I uh, mean, that would make sense because we did a goat one, we did a Charlie one. We should do a Santiago. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, I lost my tab. And then uh, finally, oh, finally, David uh, David Hagen says Call of Duty multiplayer AR. Um, again, I do have to say, any any situation where you are basically running around virtually pretending to shoot people um, just sounds well, like a bad idea to me. That, but that's that's a bad idea. Way. And they did that game, that Connect game, that you had to like hide behind your couch and shit like that, and it did not go over well. <laughs> like just playability and all that crap. People flying through the living room and all that stuff. It it didn't it didn't pan out for him. remember that um <laughs> vaguely i can't remember I what it was called but i remember seeing the video i remember seeing the, the 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 commercial and the dudes behind the couch and he's they're all like connect and you can it was in the heyday of the 360 connect and i was like this is dumb don't do that that's how <laughs> well, apparently it was broken. very dumb cuz i'm not remembering this yeah. very very it was well in the well. heyday of uh, when they thought uh, tony hawk ride was a good idea too <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> when everybody was breaking their living room weekly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good, unfortunate. Good call there, internet. That's sad. Um, so, John, you have some responses on uh, on your your on I your. Do, uh, I your do. I do. Although I didn't get anything nearly as detailed uh, as as what we got in the players' club, so um, I'll save the best one for last. So I'm gonna go. Uh, Carlton said, "Shadow Run, go." No explanation Ew. or breakdown of what. Uh oh, Carlton. Words, man. Um, no, no breakdown or explanation on what the what the actual concept would be, but Shadowrun go. Um, I mean, I guess you know, technically Chicago, especially downtown Chicago, is now starting to turn into a, uh, you know, dystopian. <laughs> it's a smorgasbord. <laughs> like, fucking, you know. You walk from the train to your office. by nightmare. Um, yeah. at night, so hey, maybe there's some merit to that idea. Josh Wright says, Final Fantasy Gears of Halo War Edition Sonic, go fast. <laughs> Alright. Um, I, don't, I don't think that one's going to get past legal, man. I think that one's going to get shot down by the lawyers. And then the one thing that I think with a pair of headphones in is be totally brilliant. I can't believe nobody thought of this uh, on our end here uh, ahead, but Vriska Squeaker said, Fatal Frame Go. <laughs> oh my god, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that'd be Isn't amazing. Isn't that great? Isn't that, that fucking perfect? That would be perfect? amazing. That would be terrifying. There'd be a bunch of people having a fucking heart attack. So, so or even, uh, even Outlast Go. There you go. Well, yeah, but, I can but, see that because that does have a kitchen. Uh, oh, that's true. That's true. Um, for, for people mm-hmm. who have not played um, Fatal Frame, John, can you briefly describe what that is? Uh, Fatal Frame was a game that came out during the sort of heyday of survival horror type games. Um, and it was a game where instead of it being like Silent Hill where you had like blunt objects or weapons to hit or swing at things, what you had was uh, a camera. And you would have to put the camera up and use the camera to, to take photographs or like survey the area and you would find ghosts that way. 
Um, and there was a whole oh, story yeah, tied into it. There were really good games, actually. They're mm-hmm. both, if you look for Fatal Frame 1 and 2, they're both physical copies of those games still sell for really good money because they're sort of like mild collector's I, items, I guess. Um, I want to say I played those on GameCube. I could be wrong, though. I own a copy of each on Xbox, the original Xbox. Okay. Those were actually given to me by a friend. They just, I don't want these. You want them? I was like, you know, these are worth some money, right? She was like, I don't care. So she gave them to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. But um, it was definitely its own. It was, it was, it was a stand apart game for the genre. It was a uh, a photography horror simulator. Yeah, it was. It was. You had to find ghosts that way. It was, it was cool. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Oh, it'd be, that'd be amazing. I'd put the shit out of that if it was oh, a yeah. go version. Yeah, it'd be fucking terrifying. Man, standing somewhere in the dark at you know 2 a.m. playing that shit. Oh, can you imagine the three of us at the at the park by Charlie's house just running oh, yeah. aimlessly through Jam Park? Man, terrifying, man. I'd crap my pants. <laughs> I'd play it. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would absolutely play that. Um, that's everything I got for mailbag responses this week. All right. Well, I have two on the actual Gamerhead page because people like to split things up. Good for them. <laughs> uh, uh, B-Squad and fighting game aficionado and Evo um, uh, competitor and um, attendee this year, Brian Lesser, said, Sony's answer, go out and fight the minions henchmen of various PS exclusive games, be it Undead Soldiers from God of War, Mercenaries guard, slash Guards from Uncharted. So basically he wants that... Uh, what is that, PlayStation Unlimited or whatever it was, Smash Brothers they put out? Oh, yeah, <laughs> which did so well. Yes. Uh, let's see, it goes on. When you're in the radius of a fight, you'll get a notification as to where exactly it is. Other players in the area can join the fight, and all players involved gain experience in competing the fight. So he, he wants PlayStation Fight Club. <laughs> all right. All right. Fitting for fight the fighting game. <laughs> uh, and then... PlayStation um, Fight Club? I'm going to butcher this. Sorry, Chris. Uh, Chris Berdohan? Berdohan? Yeah, let's go with Berdohan. Uh, Xbox <laughs> would break it by trying to tie it down to Windows phones, but Sony couldn't have the publishing rights to a Skylanders version of Pokemon Go, maybe. He's um, not wrong. I, I, just, I just have to point out that Microsoft has uh, literally 100 different apps out available for Android, so they have, they have thankfully moved past the, uh, the era of... Um, having everything being closed in Microsoft platforms, they are not Apple anymore. So, uh, oh, I, I, that's good. I don't believe that aspect of of your of your idea is is correct. The, the rest of it's fine. They've they've learned from the the um, white supremacist Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um uh, the, uh, the views of Goat do not reflect the views of all of the gamer. I, I would love to retroactively go back and There's... collect every clip of you ever saying that and just putting it into one long supercut. It would be a three-hour show of Charlie just apologizing for Goat shenanigans. <laughs> what? Their color is white, is it not? And their supremacist and their word. Nope. Why is everything going to be so political with you? The, nope. the thread's nope. gone. You lost it. Nope. Nope. I mean, by my theory, Microsoft is green supremacist. Uh, they, 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 what, they, they hang out with frogs now? <laughs> uh, and so, do you take everything? Uh, oh, I, uh, I can't imagine how I got to that conclusion. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then we did get a response on Twitter from one of our favorite guest hosts in the past, Miss Jen Blake. Uh, hi, Jen. Um, has um, gave gave her response to the question, and she suggested uh, a game called that, that she has dubbed Digimon. No, you walk around, find them, and <laughs> push them away because you know. 
Wow, I, I can't help but feel as though maybe Jen is is biased towards uh, Pokemon. Um, yeah, she. Um, Have you seen Digimon? She's not wrong. That was like, seriously, that was like the bronze medal in the catch 'em all race. Um, <laughs> no, they they got silver. I'd say bronze was Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's I don't know true. though. Although Yu-Gi-Oh has more cultural relevance now. Than you, Yu-Gi-Oh! Does. had a card game. I don't think Digimon had a trading card game, so that might put them at silver. I don't remember mm. if they did or not. They had a lot of video games, though, so that might that mm. might balance that out. Yeah, who knows? But, uh, but yeah. So, thank you, Jen. Um, and then uh, we do have a songbird email. Uh, Dear Technotronicar and Goat and Fallon Flynn, she writes, uh, Mailbag answer. Personally, I would like to see something Kingdom Hearts related, which you walk around with your phone in order to find heartless, nobody's unversed and nightmares and slay them with your Keyblade to protect the world. As you're leveling up your Keyblade, you can also uh, create Dream Eaters out of the drops you get from defeating enemies and use them to fight against your foes and play minigames. Side note, I just read an article with a person from Niantic mentioning that maybe you could, they could do something risk-related. That would be interesting. <clears throat> um, oh, oh, man. You talk about gang activity there. Risk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she continues, have any of you guys tried the PlayStation VR yet? Uh, certain Best Buys are having demos for it. I was able to experience it myself. While I had fun, there's one thing that kind of bothered me, and I don't know if maybe my headset wasn't on just right, or, or if it's how it's supposed to look, but it looked a little grainy to me. Like, it wasn't too blurry, but it didn't look as sharp as I expected it to be. Um, John, did you happen to get to one of those demos, or Goat, did you? I, I um, completely forgot they were happening. No, I, I dropped. PlayStation ones, no. But yeah. from, from what I understand, I think the, they're still there. The screen door effect is a fairly um, commonplace problem across all VR platforms, from what I've been told. So, uh, based on what um, I think that that Songbird is saying, realistically, um, that's one of the big improvements that a lot of the VR companies say that they plan to make in the next iterations of their their headsets is trying to reduce that screen door resolution on it yeah. so that everything is more clear. And I, I just so you're aware, Songbird, that is a common problem across every platform that does VR, and it's something they say that they will be fixing at some point. First-gen PlayStation VR, I don't know if Sony's going to do that because I think they're just going to put out their one VR headset and that's that. But I know that the Rift and the Vive are supposed to see improvements um, during the you know ongoing course of their lives, so we'll see. Yeah. The um so yeah the um yeah what what Songbird could be referring to which is what John is talking about with the screen door effect is basically coming down to the technological limitation of that the uh, the resolution of the screen that's like two inches away from your face um it's it, it's it, the the screen they were ready for that <laughs> no um the, uh, the the screen door effect is basically you can see the actual like black lines in between the pixels on the screen because it's that close to your face. The pixels aren't clo- aren't small enough and close enough together for you to not be able to see the division between them. So that that's what the screen door effect is. The other thing that I think she might be referring to, and this is something that I've noticed with um with my with my Gear VR, which is a whole other is a whole like different class of VR hardware. So I mean like it's you know may not be the same, but I've noticed that when I that um, in in certain applications, when I swing my head around and look from side to side, it has like a ghosting blur effect just because of like the refresh of the screen. That also may be what she, what she's referring to just from reading her description again. Um, it um, yeah, it, it's it's hard to say without because unfortunately none of us have tried it ourselves. We can't speak to it directly, but um, either one of those things are problems that that are just natural from having. Um, 
you know, a little tiny screen that close to your face. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, and so, like John said, they're, they're, they're working on it because yeah, everybody... It'll, it'll get corrected. It's going to be a wall. minute. Yeah, and Songbird, we will, we will definitely be working on fixing our uh, our error between the three of us, and at least one of us will get to a Best Buy soon. Here's hoping, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think all the companies see the writing on the wall in terms of the future of VR, so they're going to be... We're going to see a lot of technological... Progress in that in that area, I think, um, you know, oh, yeah. with, with screens specifically made for that purpose yeah. um, to to get rid of some of those problems. But uh, but yeah, or also in version one, people yeah. are still stretching the minds and figuring out what they have to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then so uh, Songbird continues. So I've watched parts of the Sonic 25th anniversary stream, which I would like an explanation as to what in the heck was wrong with their mixing because that was cringeworthy. <laughs> on top of uh, on top of that, why showed what Sonic characters look like if they were skinned and put on Hello Kitty characters? What? <laughs> um, if you had if you if you had owned a Hello Kitty suit up as a gaming character, who would it be? Um, additionally, on top of that, what are your feelings with all the cutesy figures like Pop, Dorbs, and etc.? Um, I don't know what she's referring to here. Um, we missed Sonic- something. Yeah, Sonic 25th <laughs> anniversary stream with their heads on top of Hello Kitty characters. Um, I, uh, I I'm I'm attempting to do some live. I am Googling also here. live googling. Uh-huh. Try and see because I the, I actually did not catch the live stream, so I I missed. I didn't the, even know it was a thing. I, apparently, I've like unplugged from the world this week. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, that that, the, that that's good? kind of a general description of what Sonic Boom looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's kind of a general description of what Sonic Boom played like. Yikes. A hot mess. Yes, that's correct. Wrapped in Hello Kitty. Um, I I'm not able to find anything specific about what it is that she's explained um, here. I think it may have been one of those you had to kind of catch it in the moment, the stream, um, kind of instances. I also feel like it may be, um, unless I'm wrong, Songbird, uh, forgive me. Uh, maybe maybe a humorous embellishment of the visual stylings that they chose, which I'm going to assume were probably not a good choice. <laughs> I mean, I'm finding Sonic and Hello Kitty just like like crossover merchandise, which is is fairly terrifying. Um, <laughs> but uh, John, look at your screen. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, yeah, that's um, I don't know, I don't know what that is. It's it's a Hello Kitty uh, for the for the audio listeners. It's basically just do your best to imagine a blue Hello Kitty with Sonic's head tentacles coming off of it. No, I don't um, like it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not particularly a fan. Sonic continuing either. the tradition of making people wonder what the fuck is going on up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. God. I am, um, but yeah, no. As, as far as the more directly what 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 Songbird is is referring to, I'm not. Um, I, we're we're failing on, on finding a reference there. But to answer your questions, um, um, if uh, if you had. If you had own a okay, so it's it's if you had own a Hello Kitty suited up as a gaming character, who would it be? Um, there's a typo there. I'm just trying to figure out what the typo is. Um, if you had own a Hello Kitty suited up as a gaming character, who would it be? Um, so it, who who what 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 gaming character do you think would look either good or appropriately terrifying? Hello Kitty eyes. What uh, what do you think there? Um, Tingle. <laughs> He's halfway there. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Mm. 
Um, or Marcus Phoenix. Make a Marcus Phoenix Hello Kitty. <laughs> uh, oh, my. <laughs> my, my, my. Um, who else? So who do we want wrapped in Hello Kitty? Like, I'm thinking like one of these giant, like, oversized furry costumes. Mm. Just, just in general, Hello Kitty eyes. Um, you know, so, so, so like, you know, it, it, in a different vein also, because Hello Kitty is mm -hmm. also something of a fashion statement. I mean, like, mm -hmm. you know, it, uh, if, uh, if, if, in certain circles, I mean, you, uh, what I'm currently showing on my screen is another potential option. <laughs> 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 Which is a, a very pink and sparkly Thor with, with pink bow ties. I don't and, see and, anything um, different from the original movie outfit. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, that's good. Um... um you know, I uh, yikes. Um, Kratos. <laughs> that's perfect. That um, would be great. Um, I'd like to see specifically the new one with a giant beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to see uh, Trevor from GTA Five. Oh God, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> he would probably voluntarily deck out in in the gear. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to think of characters that are just an absolute contradiction of the concept. Uh, Kane from Legacy of Kane. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are taking. You guys are thinking of all the great answers, and I can't think of one. Uh, I'm just gonna see. I'm just gonna say I agree. And uh, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> any battle toad would be nice to see. <laughs> mm, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I think we've. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, th I think. I think those are all pretty solid answers. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've. Uh, we've ran the litter box dry on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, Songbird, thank you for for your email. As always, sorry that we failed on, on catching your references yet again. Um, we've and, got to start uh, keeping up on the on, on the Nintendo side for her. <laughs> and. In, uh, and in, in addition, thank you to all of the people that responded to our mailbag question this week. Um, mm -hmm. the, uh, it's greatly appreciated to see so much interaction. Uh, it's uh, it, you like us, you really like us. Um, so, anyways, um, John, what do you have coming up in the uh, in the next uh, in the next window of your life? That you did like you just have Did you just have a Rick moment? <laughs> I did a little. He bit. did. <laughs> he did. He did. That was good. That was good. Nobody cares, Summer. <laughs> um, what do I have coming up? By the way, can we take just a brief moment to talk about the fucking Rick and Morty VR game that was announced? Oh my god! Want want to play? I just play. I just want to play it so bad. But and go, you need to go watch that video Charlie sent to us explaining shit from the show, which was amazing. Totally plausible. Anyways, <laughs> um. This coming week, I am kind of kind of preparing to get the shit ready for school again. School starting back up in like three weeks, and uh, a little over three weeks. And God, I really don't want to fucking even do it, but I have to. So, um, other than that, I'm I'm really trying to take it easy this week. I had my folks here all last week, so this week is I think going to be devoted to a little bit of gaming and uh, just hanging out with my wife, man. You know, didn't get to spend any time with her last week, so nice. That's it for me. Goat. Uh, what? Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Um. Or just any anything on your roadmap that you want to share? Uh, there's stuff coming up. It's not official yet, so I'm not gonna talk about it. Mostly, probably just back to the old grind. Studio, studio, studio. 
no villains. Like I'm just gonna hermit out like I normally <laughs> do. <laughs> nice, nice. Good way um, to go. Back to uh, back, back to back to um, basic goat. Um, <laughs> sounds good. And then uh, on my side of things, I'm just Ciderfest. So for next week's mailbag and topic, I'll just keep an eye on our social media. We'll let you know what uh, what <laughs> we would like to know out of you guys for next week. Um, but uh, all that being said, if you've liked what you heard this week, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, on Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I am at TEK Charlie. John is at the Fallon Flynn. And Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. Um, you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926Gamer. Uh, we are live every Sunday night at right, uh, starting at right about uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. If you subscribe to us on, on YouTube and um, hit the little alert thing, you'll get a notification when we go live. That's the best way to know for sure. Otherwise, you can just expect that we'll be, uh, we'll be online around that time. Um, and uh, otherwise, you can also subscribe. Uh, you can download the official Android app on Google Play and Android platforms or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Um, thank you very much for watching, listening, subscribing, responding to mailbag, questioning, um, all, all, all of the participation and consuming that you guys do. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, this has been yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. Good night. Got a huge staff, um, which um, which which is nobody wants to hear about your huge staff, sir. Keep it clean. Um, I disagree. I could get <laughs> Michelle up here. Um, I definitely uh, don't want her input on your huge staff. <laughs> you open this door, sir. It's your fault.